I was like, you know, I got a, I got a oh, whole future go life waiting for him. You know, going paddle boarding, and I've got several friends that also have Frenchies. And by the time it was ready for me to go ahead and uh, put a deposit on him, she actually dropped the price to five hundred for me. Nice. Oh. It's a Christmas miracle. That's right. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> Oh, Steve's here. Hey, Steve. I said I, said I was going to be there. Yeah. That's Read good. So I think that's everybody because Rob, Rob wasn't feeling good or something. So, which makes sense. Uh, are you actually rapping? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't what? sure about it. <laughs> if you want me to, I have it ready. I had to like dig for it. I was like, oh shit. I knew I saved it somewhere when I recorded it years ago. And I was like, oh shit, where is it? And it's not on the Discord anymore. If you look it up, I guess it's been an archived message. Uh, oh no. It's okay. Yeah, but I have it. I, and I have screenshots. <laughs> I saved screenshots for um, Dragon Con last year. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, I have that recording somewhere on my computer, but I don't know where it is. Nah, it's so, okay. <laughs> it, it's in my everything DNR folder. <laughs> With a lot of uh, other really random shit. Yeah, so uh, the last time we we did this, we, we talked to Alex, and uh, it just kind of happened, and I don't really know what happened at all. So <laughs> Alex talked a lot. He did, yeah, because Dave asked him for his life story or something, and he talked for like 35 minutes, so it was, you know. No, he asked him a simple question of of what he did for a living. (laughs) Yeah, and he gave us the life story, so. Well, I'm going to take a bold stance, and I'm not going to talk at all. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Just to balance it out. We have plenty of recordings of just us talking. (laughs) That's true. Although we haven't done one of those in a while. So that's okay. Uh, so, so I, yeah, the the draw and be like, we got Susan, and then I just don't talk the entire time. She's just like, hi, I'm here. Crickets. <laughs> uh, so I I set up a thing in the combat tracker here with uh, like arc one two three questions that people had. Those I have no idea if anybody has anything. Um, arc four. And uh, how how do I pronounce your character's name? The <laughs> you, new one. You could call her Alna, but it's Alna. Y- Yalna Elry. Yana Elry. Okay, that's that's kind of what I thought, but I wasn't sure. <laughs> um, maybe go back and talk a little bit about ethically short. Although we, we can uh, we can avoid the the Ryan parts of why that's not happening anymore. Um, if that's okay, I don't know. It's yeah, kind of, I mean. It's, yeah. Ryan's acknowledged it, so but Yeah. But maybe we could talk a little bit about that. And uh then I just threw some random stuff on the end. So yeah. whatever anybody else comes up with. So I got nothing. <laughs> okay. Well I guess uh any questions before I turn the stream thing on? Wait, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, why am I here again? <laughs> no, no. I like I saw that he went live earlier. No, I did not. I did oh. not. 
Speaking of which, you gave me a heart attack. I saw, I got the notification that went live, and I'm like, oh shit, am I late? No, it's just me <laughs> trying to figure out how. So I tried uh, Twitch Studio instead of OBS, and uh, Twitch Studio will not pick up my audio at all. So I was messing uh... around with trying to get my microphone to work, and it would not work at all. So. Okay, so anyway. I mean, just like aside from Craig, are you doing something different? Yeah, we're on Twitch. As of now. Didn't you see the Alex stream? I was on the Alex stream. (laughs) (laughs) So we're we're on now. I don't think anybody's here. Oh, yeah. I'll I'll be there. Hang on. All right. It's working because I just heard Susan talk on there. Yeah, me too. Because it gives y'all kind of feedback. I don't even know. I'm not going to be there. I'm here. You better post the URL, Dave. I don't know what it is. Oh. It's twitch.tv slash theriacon, and it's right there. I may get a new one for this because uh, CJ actually owns this Twitch, and to log in earlier, I had to get a code off of his cell phone. <laughs> so it's kind of a mess. So I might, I might make a different one for this. No, that sounds really convenient. Well, yeah. CJ was very responsive. Like, as soon as the code went out, he's like, hey, do you need this? I'm like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> So it's totally fine, but I don't know if anybody will show up in the Twitch chat or not. So uh, I think last last time it was uh, just Vathrak. Yeah, I think somebody else was there for a little while, but yeah, I think I jumped in. Oh, well, maybe you did. I spammed it in the Theriacon channel, which has like 90 people. So I put it on my Twitter, too. But I didn't know oh. who to tag. I was going to, because there's Theriacon, but I'm like, that's Theriacon? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there's Theriacon, and there's also We Are Theria, and I'm not logged into either one of those right now. Because <laughs> I, I had I had to delete Twitter off of my phone because I've been in, like, an election coup black hole for the last uh, month. Oh, yeah. So- <laughs> you see, Susan, Dave has ADD, and he can't focus on any one thing for any length of time. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. everything has multiple names and and no real focus, no marketing brand. We've got nothing. <laughs> well, yeah. So I guess as we're kicking this around here, we're, we're uh, like the Theriacon name might change. And so uh, we've been thinking about that as we move along here. Things keep going. So mm-hmm. that that's part of it. And then th- this was just going to be something different. So that's for the... We are Theria thing came from. We kicked around. Was it like uh, WatCon or something like that? I don't know. We got some weird ideas, but we will see. <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah. I was just going to say, I stole We Are Theria for, I made a secret Santa gift. I made a dice bag for Revend. Yeah. Well, I think it was, I think <laughs> we stole it. I saw that. And I, I think we stole it from uh, Jason anyway. So From Theriathon, um, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was the We Are Theria videos. Yeah, for the Kickstarter, for the book Kickstarter, right? Uh huh. Yeah. But well, we have four. It's, it's people. the circle of life. It's fine. And I think they're all us. Yeah. Hi, hi us. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, awesome people! <laughs> if people drop in. That's great. Uh, say, oh, see, there's Bathrack. We got one. Hey. Um, and then I think we have like 20 people that listen to this on the podcast version later. So, you know, we'll see. But maybe some other people drop by. So, yeah, uh, I guess we should start. Um, 
So I'm Dave, Math Guy Dave, and uh, we're here with this We Are Theria chatty interview, not quite extended rest show that we're trying to do monthly. And uh, this time we have Susan here. Hi, Susan. She's really not going to talk. That's what she told us. So that was the last thing. Oh, well, this is the last thing I'm going to say. <laughs> I know uh, Susan. That's not true. Yeah. So you just heard Steve, uh, Steve the Wiki guy. Maybe. Um, uh, is here. Hello. And Mark. Hi, Mark. Hey. Yeah. So if you happen to be in the Twitch chat like Vaprak and you have a question along the way, uh, just type it and we'll probably see it and we could ask it. Uh, but uh, we were going to go through and talk about some different things. Um, and I think the first thing is like questions, probably mostly if there's ARC 3 things hanging out there, but if somebody has some kind of like ARC 1 or 2 um, thing that they want to ask, that's great too, especially since I'm in the club of it should have just been ARC 2 and no ARC 3 anyway. So we can just jam those together. But uh <laughs> We're not going to beat that to death. Okay, <laughs> we can we can we start sorry? with we can start with Steve, I guess. So uh, let's start with me. Oh well, that's, I, that's you know I don't come prepared with questions. I'm I'm more like the color commentary. Oh okay, and well, or snarky comments. Uh, I guess if you have a question about arc one, two, or three, uh, you can go ahead. But I don't. Well, I have an antidote antidote about uh, Steve. But I, okay. every time, <laughs> so uh, was it last year, the year before, uh, no, it was the year before I was with James and Ryan and we were at the meetup and uh, James turns to me and he, uh, everyone's like, oh, that's Steve, whatever. And then James turns to me and he's like, wait, that's Steve, Steve, the wiki guy. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, can you introduce me to him? <laughs> like he was more excited to meet you than you probably were to meet him. Oh, uh, Cast uh, members wanted me to introduce uh, them to you. Well, there, <laughs> there is the long-standing history. If, if anyone knows the, the Florida People delegation, um, yes, where Susan and I met for six or six years ago, maybe. Long. Oh my god. At at uh, the. Uh, no, it had to have been five because I started in 2014. Okay, I wasn't sure of the date. I, I looked up which episode you. 86 came, came in at, but I, I didn't remember like the date, but it was, it was, it's been a long time. It predates <laughs> me going to Dragon Con, but yeah, it, um, James has been, you know, Dagon was one of my favorite characters, which is why I had an issue with you last year at Dragon Con. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> nothing, nothing at all happened. I did um, nothing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got to meet Susan and Val and Ryan um, at a gathering some years ago, so we we've been chatty since. Yeah, but yeah. So so meeting James and and everyone else at Dragon Con was really cool for me too. It, it's it was mutual. And James <laughs> and I get along pretty well. So okay, that's all uh I had. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I updated this to say uh, Arc 1, 2, 3, and Dagon Murder. 
So, uh, <laughs> wow, uh, wow. Not even going to so, uh, roll it. So how how many what? how many characters has Susan knifed on screen between the various uh, shows? Like I know there was at least one in Epically Short, and then uh, is there only one on DNR? I feel no. like there's more. No. There's definitely more, right? It, it, oh, it was... uh, Maddie too, right? Yes. Yeah. In in one of Dashik's favorite episodes. Episode six. Arc two. Arc two, episode arc, arc six. Two, episode Maddie six. stabs a dude. Um, I think I slit his throat. <laughs> that sounds right. Oh, was it the slaver? Then yes. I think it was like a slow, painful slicing through the throat. While looking him in the eyes and cursing his life. And giving Masoka a thumbs up. Yep. <laughs> it was okay. love at first sight. <laughs> you murder too? Cool. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's murder. It's a combination of murder and being merciful at the same time. It was very good. My <laughs> my characters always take a turn. My um my husband once said to me, okay, here's the context. I was cuddling my dog. And he was being really cute and it was going on an hour. And I was like, man, I really have to go get up and use the restroom. And he said to me, and it, this still resonates in any situation, but it was really funny in that situation. He said, you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become a villain. <laughs> 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 to stop cuddling my dog. But it seems like that's true with all my characters, too. Yeah, and I, uh, I, I think all of us got are, a chance to see them, and I think all of us are pet owners, so we all understand the "okay, get off of me, I have to get up." <laughs> yeah, but you're being really cute at the same time. <laughs> uh, okay, so maybe, um, so I think when we were scheduling these, like arc three had had just ended, um, so. I guess I don't know if you can answer anything about this. We talked to Alex a little bit about like what he thought Braylon would be up to, and he's pretty much like Braylon's headed to the retirement home. Um, <laughs> like he wouldn't adventure without Calden, and basically, as far as he's concerned, he's probably done. Although you know, Jason probably has something to do with that too. So, um, what about Maddie? Do you think? Do you have ideas with that? Did you? I mean, I don't think you had an option to keep playing her, right? That was pretty much the ship had sailed. Uh, um, James and I had discussed it, and we're both like, no. <laughs> they, <laughs> like, if you could encapsulate a perfect arc of a character and where to end it, that was perfect. But I have to discuss it with James, but I think we kind of talked about it on the show, too. I think they both went to Brightport to go run the... um uh, a monitor's light orphanage. That could Makes be sense. interesting with like there's a group in Brightport full time, right? Yeah. So, that you might get called up. Yeah. <laughs> I always wanted to do that, especially when um the group um uh group C went to Esther Holt and Aralove was there at the same time. Uh, Jason's like, I might have to hit you up. I don't know. We'll see. I was, I really want to do a uh, a cameo on another group. That'd be cool with one of my old characters. Yeah, yeah that would I be was, fun. <laughs> I was definitely hoping to get uh, 
like it was talked about for a while, a follow up to that. Uh, was it the Dragon Con thing? With, oh yeah. It's like, oh, we'll get back to that sometime, and it's two years later now. So I don't, <laughs> I don't yeah. think we're gonna get back to that. <laughs> I think um, it's a little too late now. <laughs> but it, it was. It's like, oh, what's going on with that? And I don't know how much time has passed in like period time since then. Probably a, a couple months or something. Yeah, I but, think it's been like two or three months. Because we're yeah, the wrong way now. There's some time skipping at the end, so I don't know. And then you skip more time now, so. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Traveling, yeah. Um, anybody else got anything from... I, I have some ARC 4 questions, but anybody else have ARC 1, 2, 3 stuff? Oh, I've, I've got an ARC 2 transitioning into ARC, ARC, well, ARC 2 slash 3 transitioning into 4 question, so... Mm-hmm. So it's not too complicated, though. So you're kind of famous for doing a lot of uh, prep work um, and and planning out things for your character and and uh, you you actually using dice to make decisions on things for your character. And I was curious when when Arc Two started and you and uh, Rob uh, had your characters becoming or starting off as as uh, friends or at least uh, traveling companions for a little while. Um, what, what, what kind of things did you do to prep for that? Um, you know, I, I assume you and Rob had to talk about that at least to some some extent. And, and uh, you know, obviously, if you have things that you don't want to talk about in terms of how the show works, that's that's great. But I'm just kind of curious about that. Uh, uh, yes, Rob and I did talk about it beforehand. I think I mentioned this on the show before, but when the group was coming together, we were all talking on the basement, like throwing out character ideas. And I was like, I'll fill any role you guys need. And that always ends up being the cleric, the person, Oh, we need the cleric, you know? Okay. I'll do it. (laughs) Um, And then uh, James and Xavier were like, we'll be buddies. And then Kelsey, uh, they, they laid out their backstory and it didn't really fit. And then I was like, Hey, I don't know. I, it doesn't make sense for my character to be on this mission. I need a friend. Does anybody want to be my friend? And Rob's like, I'll be your friend. <laughs> so then we decided that um, he was, he decided that his character got attacked by bandits for being a half orc or was beat up by someone. And Maddie nursed him back to health. And then from there, uh, he decided that he had to protect her because she was naive and she decided that he she had to protect him because he couldn't speak the language and people were attacking him for just being him. And that's how they so that's how that happened. And then it wasn't even planned at all. But Amvin, uh, we were talking about her backstories, and then Amvin's from Aubrey and Maddie's from Aubrey. They're only like a year apart and they both spend all their time in the library. This was we both separately decided these things. We're like, uh, do you think we would have run into each other? Because it only makes sense if we did. So, yep. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah. so, how would that compare? And and, and you know, with with arc arc two three is 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 over and done, and that's history. So, uh, no no spoilers or whatever. But how how would that compare to the preparation for for arc four? Because it seemed like Jason took a a little bit of a different approach with arc four of setting up the groups and things. Yeah. Um, right before we started character creation for our group. Well, we were actually lucky. We were the last group to create our characters. So 
as the groups were making characters, they announced the new races and that we could play them. And everyone else, all three other groups had already rolled their characters. And I was like, I want to be the new race. We're going to Kian. Fine. I'm going to be a Quar. So it didn't make sense for my character to have any relation with anybody else because she was going to be an emissary. So she just showed up there. Um, and Jason, I'm not sure if he's ever going to release these. He made these really cool videos um, for all the groups, giving us like, here's your mission. And it's really cool. And he had Jane voice them. <laughs> he should release them. And uh, so he gave us these clues about what our group's going to do. And that was it. That was all the information we got. It was really cool. And so I took that and just ran with my new character. That's interesting. I like that. So, so Jason really had planned out the four groups, and then, uh, so, so did you? Did you just decide what you were doing with your characters after seeing the video, or had you already sort of laid out what you wanted to do with characters and then saw the video? It was after we saw the video. So he, we didn't know who our groups were going to be. We kind of, he said, if you have any like input that you want, and um, uh, Ryan, James, and I were like, we want to be in a group together because ever since Dragon Con two years ago, we all stayed in the same hotel room. We're like really close to the three of us. So we're like, we want to be in a group together. And then, um, so we didn't even know who we were going to be in a group with. Then all of a sudden, one day, Jason just created the new groups. And in the pages on Facebook were the videos. He's like, this is your new group. Hmm. So, yeah. yeah. So, so then you just, decided what you were going to do for the individual characters. What did, did had he sort of said that one person was going to be from the, the whatever the race is? Uh, Quar. No, no, Quar? he didn't. He said we could oh. do anything we want as long as it just makes sense why they want to go to Kion to investigate this noise. Okay. Yeah. I sort of expected everybody from the, all the groups to want to be the new character, <laughs> the, the, the new races. Yeah. So, so I was really curious to see how that would that would shake out. Surprised there's not whole groups of new races. Pippin. I know all Pippins. Everybody wanted to be Pippin after it was announced, but like I said, the other three groups had already rolled their characters, and they didn't know that we could play them. We didn't know. We knew that they're playable races, but we didn't know we were allowed to. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but after they announced it, and the three other groups had already rolled theirs, I was like. So we could play these, right? And I was Jason's like, yeah, and everyone's like, shit, I already rolled my character. I'm like, ha ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Procrastination so, wins. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I guess I have two arc four things about uh, y- Yana. Yes. Um so first off, like Quar was definitely the one of the new races that interested me the most, I think. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I kind of have a character that I'm trying to play in a, a similar way to, I think, how you're playing her, which is like a little, not emotionless, but like way less emotional than like Maddie, for example. So is that, that feels like a pretty big adjustment for, for you on this show, at least, because Air Love was pretty out there too, I think. Yeah. And is that like fighting against your own like who you are or is it like how, I don't know, just a little bit about that maybe. So it feels really different. Yeah. Uh, Era Love and Maddie were very driven by emotion. <laughs> um, And then Alna's, it's not 
fighting against my character because I'm not air love and Maddie are very, okay, I'm going to say and do this and I'm going to do it right now. And I have to like, I, there's so much passion in me. And then for me, I'm the kind of person who I do have that passion, but at the same time, I'm like, well, I got to see both sides. And like, like if, I know two people are fighting. I'm not just going to go with the one person I'm closest with and, like, you know, uh, I'm on your side, regardless if you're right or wrong. I'm usually like, okay, let's hear both sides. Are you sure? Maybe they're having a bad day, stuff like that. So with Alna, I'm really digging into that side of me, like the like the analytical. Like when I first played Aralev, it, uh, you guys – probably familiar we all played like a SWAT team back then because we were all like okay this would be the best move which would coincide with this move that you do which would give us the biggest buff on our third turn which would be this person and they have this so let's do this and that's how I used to play and I'd be like okay you want to go here and I used to be very analytical and meta about how I used to play so I'm kind of like driving into the skid on with Alna (laughs) it wasn't just you I know, but <laughs> it was the entire group. I know. And it was I think we were also nervous. We just wanted to do the best and our idea of best with D&D was, you know, not dying. We didn't think about the show aspect until arc 2. Um, well, I think my... it's I think it's natural to want to try and win when you're starting out. So yeah. You think that winning comes from defeating everything the fastest way and taking the list. Uh, you know, the least amount of damage, it it takes a certain amount of time to get to that point where you realize that winning is just the act of having a good character art. And, you know, you guys made that arc um, really start to shine. Uh, You know, that the, the second and third arc, it seemed to be a lot more defined where the characters were going, what their motivations were, as opposed Mm -hmm. to just kind of wandering around. And let's hit the hardest and do the most damage. Well, I I feel like you're winning anytime you're like frustrating Jason and making him complain about the rules. So, you know, <laughs> you guys win a lot in that regard. <laughs> uh, oh no! Is that how you feel when whenever I tell somebody their character's broken? Yeah, that happens a lot. It's like that can't be the rules. I'm like, yep, that's the rules. <laughs> um, the other thing that I I like. Uh, just kind of early on is uh, you're in a group with Ian. Uh, Ian, the like king of this is how my spell looks. Like, yeah. With long spell description. And you started off with like some pretty good spell description. So I don't, you're in kind of a, a spell description face off with Ian. So I'm <laughs> going to be interested to follow that throughout the, the arc. You got to keep up. I've said this before, and I'll say it again. He inspired me to do that. So, yeah, <laughs> like because that it's this is an audio medium. It's the, the all we have is what you're hearing right now. So, paint a picture with your words. Ugh, Ian's so good at it too. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I hate him, but I love him. <laughs> I think we mentioned that to Alex that it was. I'm gonna do an Ian. And I, I know you've said that specifically, and I think you're the one I'm remembering saying it, but I think others have too. And then they go off on this long description of whatever thing they're doing. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's pulling any in pretty much. But yeah. that is um, 
that's everything that he does. It's not just DNR. Um, but respect the crit. It, he does that with everything. It's just, I, I think, how he is. But yeah, it's an ongoing competition if you're going to try and keep up with that. Yeah, Thank and I think that, are... you know... Go ahead, Mark. Well, I think that that's something that, um, you know, that you and Ryan really started doing a lot with her, uh, with Epically Short was was creating more of a, a story perspective and really getting into some of those descriptions. So I think, I think it kind of followed you into Epically Short also. Yeah. And as, as like you said, an, an audio RPG, that's part of the game. Yeah. Because I, I attack or I cast magic missile is kind of boring. Right? It just, okay, and it automatically hits too. And it's like, what does that look like for you? Does everybody's magic missile look the same? Is it just like a white light that hits you no matter what? Like, boring. <laughs> so off topic of any of this, when did you start playing role-playing games? Okay, role-playing games. Um. I played uh, video games since I was a kid. Me and my brother used to um, share the controller. We'd go back and forth. Well, Final Fantasy probably was the first uh, go I had at it. But tabletop RPGs, I actually didn't start until, I want to say, five, six months before I joined the show. I was really interested in it, and I started listening to the show because I wanted to start playing. Um, I listened to the first episode. I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to listen to this one. <laughs> so did I. <laughs> yeah. And then I went back to it and listened to episode two, and I was like, okay, I guess I'll listen to episode... Oh, and I remember going, did I miss something? Because there was that missing audio at the end. I was like, I feel like I missed something. So I listened to episode one again, thinking I missed something. No. So that was 12 hours of my life. <laughs> I feel like that, you could have skipped. That the they end. do not go together and they will never connect. Well, I had to re-listen to the whole thing again because I it was so long. I listened to it like at the beginning of, uh, so like six, like the first month I wanted to start playing D&D. And then it was like six months later that I listened to it again. So, Yeah. <laughs> So we we have a chat question since you're talking about other tabletop RPGs. Bathrack was wondering about uh, favorite systems and and genres. I guess it's okay if that's like D and D, but if there's something else that you really like, Call of Cthulhu. Man, I love it. I love the insanity system. I love that. I we were saying earlier that winning, quote unquote, is doing the most damage and all that. But I love that there is absolutely no winning in that game. If you're winning, you're going insane. Like, <laughs> your character is going to end by going insane. And I love that. Like, the more you learn, the more you know about the world, the more comfortable you get with your abilities, you're going insane. It's so good. I have not played that. Teo uh, ran a game that the Sheiks was in at Theriacon. Two years ago, right? Yep. I think you were going to finish that, but it never happened. If I was yeah, we never we never got back to that. It, it would be fun to do, but that was just a one shot. So I think you getting to the point of going insane is harder in a one shot. But <laughs> yeah, 
Uh, I I feel like we talked about somewhere before. Maybe this was on. I don't know. You, there's so many things that happen. Like you did those uh, little behind the scene things on the epically short, and you talked about stuff on there, and then you've done some chats with with uh, Jason. So I don't remember what was where, but I know that you DM some games or did. I don't know how the pandemic has messed with that or not. Um, well, the book messed with that. Okay. <laughs> That's what messed with me DMing. That's when I stopped. Because <laughs> I had no life. I was running... Oh, shit. Uh, three games at once. And playing DNR. And doing Epically Short. And helping to write a book. And then... Wh- uh, one game at a time, I dropped them. I was like, I'm sorry, I just don't have time for uh, our usual Friday night game. Oh, I'm sorry, I just don't have time for our usual Monday night game. <laughs> so it was... Because you were editing all the epically short episodes, too, after a while. Yeah, after episode four. That was oh. episode... <laughs> that was pretty early. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was editing them, and then I was working on the... Oh God, it was crazy, but I, it was a really good time. I was, but there's a time where I didn't speak to anybody because I was just so busy. I remember my best friend texted me out of the blue. She's like, Hey, I haven't heard from you in two months. I'm like, Oh my God, I'm the worst friend ever. But it's just, I had no, I had no time. I definitely put too much on my plate. So, so out of all the different out of all the different games that have kind of fallen to the wayside, um, you know, that, that DNR listeners may know about, which one is the one that you missed the most out of, of those side games that you were involved in? In the ones I ran or? No, in the ones like, that. Like a Strahd or a oh. Last Bastion. <gasps> Last Bastion. God damn, that was fun. I think that was oh, the, the vampire is so good yeah. too. Yeah, that yeah, that's what I was wondering is but you know the the vampire the last bastion there was there was so many different things that have kind of popped up um and then yeah. either gone their way or just kind of dropped off. Obviously the book had a whole lot to do with it. Um, yeah. And but I was just curious was... which one of those you missed the most. It's, it's a tie between bastion and vampire. And I know those were the two ones I was on at the same time, but they both had their draws. It was so good. Like they're both ridiculous and silly, but great. And the group was a good dynamic and just, and I would love to know what happened with vampire because they exist in February, 2020. So what are they up to? (laughs) They caused the pandemic. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Can, can they go out without a mask? <laughs> right? And oh my God, they went to Vegas because there's all those people there. So they could have basically a buffet, but Vegas shuts down. So. <laughs> hmm. Oh. Major thing. Preemptively killing vampire was a good idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, 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 the pandemic is an interesting twist on that. I hadn't thought about that. That, that. I didn't realize the game had stopped before then. I guess it did. Yeah, because um, uh, it was our last episode was before um, 
the Super Bowl because I remember uh, razzing uh, uh, Handsome Jeff about it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, T- time has been weird this year. <laughs> yes, it so, has. Um, the Last Bastion was probably my favorite of those shows, but it was just because it was silly and like you guys got to do a lot of world building, which I really like. Um, yeah. That's a little bit of something I like arc one is hard to listen to at times and it's really good at other times, but uh, I, I kind of like that Theria was a little squishy at the time and yeah. like you, you can see where people were helping invent it. And now I, maybe that's going to come back with the new continents because they may not be as well defined as Alara is. Um, so I, hopefully there'll be a little bit more of that like player world building stuff. Um, in this arc. Well, if we've learned anything from Arc 4 already, it's that polar bears are no joke. Oh my god. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought it was going to be a TPK. I really did. Or I thought it was just going to be Corvus alive. And I was like, that would be so traumatizing for poor baby Corvus. <laughs> <laughs> you, you could hear Jason trying to get out of that. Like, it, it's like yeah. first or second episode with that group. Let's not kill them all. He gave it to us. He really did. Like, throwing rations. Okay, they yeah. got easy pickings. He gave it to us. And I, you know what? I'm not mad at him. No, I'm, I, no, I'm not saying it was a bad choice or a wrong choice. It, but, yeah, m- maybe pare down the number of bears. I don't know. <laughs> uh, well. It was what it was. You don't know how rolls are going to go. And I, I think yeah, all of us also DM games. So we we know how dice rolls go. Yeah. That's why I didn't scream. Because no I don't judgment. like, yeah, I usually use a screen for that purpose. Unless I'm doing, um, I have a 10,000 choice random table that I love to use. And that one, I let them rule. And I, I love it. Were, were your, most of your games in person? Yes. Assuming yeah, you're using a screen? <laughs> well, I would use, a, a well, the DM screen or I would have the laptop. That's what I eventually did. And I had two laptops back to back. So I would use roll 20 and they could move their, they would have um, a, a, a mouse and a keyboard and then they could move their characters on there. So I could have the whole like, you know, uh, DM screen in their screen, but in person. <laughs> So you play the virtual desk, the virtual tabletop on in person. Yeah, <laughs> I really want either a projector or one of those tables that are just like you know, like a giant tablet. Yeah, I, I was going to say I, I know they make those so you can play on a like a forty-two inch TV that is essentially your battle maps and the DM controls it all. I know that'd be oh, I'd love it. Yeah, we we did play at home for a little while. Uh, fantasy grounds like projected on my daughter's big whiteboard uh-huh. um, so they could go up and like point where they wanted to move and stuff and I, w- I would do it all for them but um, it- it's a little obnoxious teaching them how to use all the like fantasy grounds is not super intuitive with all yeah. the click here and click there and do this effect and do that effect and you know yeah. so <laughs> it's easier to do it myself <laughs> yeah I-, I found the screen much better I would used to draw my grids or draw my maps and all that but it just with snacks on the table and drinks on the table and dice and towers and all that it was just they'd have to move everything out of the way so I could put a map down and then I tried theater of the mind but then they just 
I play with a bunch of ADD people, so <laughs> they just couldn't get it. <laughs> hmm. All right, so. so we touched a little bit on epically short. Um, I know Mark definitely listened. I, I'm not sure everybody here listened to all of epically short. I listened to some, but not all. Yeah. Um, I think Mark made it through all of them. I, I don't yep. I don't think I finished Lisa was on at the very end, right? I don't yeah, think I she finished, was. I don't yeah. think I finished that one. Um Mark used to hang out with me every month. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's one right. Of the super I never, fans. I never yeah. made it to that. I did the the games that Ryan ran, uh the Dungeon World games that he did. I did a couple of those. But I never made it to the Patreon chat thing. Those things are kind of always at weird times for me when we're having like dinner or something. So, um, well, it goes back have... to not having a life. As long as you don't have a life, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> High five, Mark. <laughs> yeah, no life. <laughs> so, out of those little stories, I think like the the first one is the most memorable for me. Um, just it was super dark and kind of gross and crummy. Oh my um, gosh, yeah. <laughs> I was going through a dark phase. And no. <laughs> no, Ryan's the one who wrote it. Oh my God, that was horrible. The, the one thing I did like about it, and it, 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 I was, I was going to say, and it wasn't the story, but that's not true. I, I really enjoyed the, like the first episode or two that were like the world building part of it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was looking forward to that, that again. <laughs> That's what Me I was waiting too. for was the next world building. So, I don't know. Any I, any chances of epically short return at any point? Not at this time. Both Ryan and I are um, helping with the next book. So, oh. yeah. So, we talked about it. We had to talk about it. And we both discussed it. And we're like, well, we'll just focus on DNR right now and growing that. and Because the book... I underestimated how much of my time it took up. So <laughs> it was really, I would be editing. I could edit an episode in a day, but then I'd work 10 hour days, go home, uh, copy edit, then dedicate all of Saturday to editing an episode of Epically Short. So I really had no life. Yeah. That totally makes sense. (laughs) So, yeah. No. (laughs) Not right now. It might come back in the future, but it wouldn't be for another year or so. Yeah. Like, um, you know, just throwing out things. Like, you could do it like a a live play thing. Then there's no editing. See, the amazing. Yeah. Yeah, That's why I don't edit anything ever. So, So now... With how, with how well you guys all work together in Epically Short, were you guys already playing games before that? The, the three of you, Tony and you and Ryan, were you guys already already playing games before you did Epically Short? No, we were not. Ryan and I hung out a few times, and Tony I met before we started recording, but no, we didn't um, play any games. I think that was Tony's first foray into D and D. They had a game that they started at the same time at work, but yeah. Interesting. Okay. Anybody else got uh, 
role-playing related questions before we move off of here. I'm going to check the chat, see if there's anything in there. Uh, Bathrack really likes uh, DRP because of Jake. It was, I, I was wondering if Jake was going to like make it back on the main cast since there was an odd number when you divide it into four groups. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, he's on the... He's in the cast chat on Facebook. He's still in the basement. I just think maybe his schedule doesn't allow him for a monthly commitment. But yeah. it's he's definitely still a friend of the show. It's, yeah, it's always great when he shows up for something. Yeah. And I like know that. he he was going to come to Dragon Con this year. Uh. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> like the, the wrestling thing was really funny. Um, I don't know if you listened to that or not. I didn't I listen to it, though. But I... Uh, I did listen funny. from episode one, so I'm familiar with him. And we were yeah. on DRP together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, and then he's saying something about map tool. Huh. Okay. Yeah, so I guess we may be about done with that stuff. So uh, my my only questions were revolving, involving, like, I, I know you did uh, some running events and stuff before, and I'm guessing... Although you live in Florida, so maybe not everything is canceled. You can probably go on a big group run in Florida. But... Yes, you can. And I get ad or I get emails for them all the time. And I'm like, you guys are idiots. <laughs> Mass optional. Get in a great big group. It'll be great. Stand right no. next to someone. It made some changes because I actually went out to one. I didn't run in it, but um, oh, okay. we, were the, uh, we were the recipient of the funds for one. And, you know, there's... There's no pre-run um, a lot of them because the nonprofit that I work for, we actually do a 5K every year. And what they've said is that if it's not closed down, it's rolling start. So there's no get together, everybody getting a shoot and, you know, rub elbows. Um, rolling start to take off. There's no hanging around. There's no table set up. So if we're doing goodie bags, it's you grab your bag and you leave and, um, you know, they're not giving away medals afterwards. You you go to wherever you're wherever you're picking up your packets, and that's where you get your goodies afterwards. And everyone has to have a mask, except while they're running. So. Yeah, because it's I got a mask specifically for running, and it was hell. Well, I got it during the summer, so summer in Florida is the worst idea ever. <laughs> it's almost been comfortable the past week. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, right. I, Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, I set a goal for myself this month. I saw an ad online. I could have paid $50 to do this, but I was like, I could just do it myself and not pay money. So it's a uh, run 50K by uh, uh, the new year. So I'm running 50K this month. Uh, not all at one time. But it's it boils down to a mile a day. So it's not even that bad. Yeah, I was... So uh, th- this year, was all of my events got canceled. So, um, And it was mostly biking for me. It's what I had on the agenda. And they were all canceled. I was going to do this thing called Gravel Worlds in Nebraska. But Ooh. that disappeared. And uh, another yeah. ride in Wisconsin I was going to do. Um, and then I decided I was going to train for another 50-mile run in April. And then uh, my knee disagreed with me about a month ago. So... <laughs> Oh my god! I'm back yeah. to biking. <laughs> yeah, my knee. Okay, so I was 
Yeah, my knee actually started acting up last Thursday, so I haven't been able to run. But it's okay. I only have to make up three miles if I if just to catch up to where I should be. But I'm just waiting for it to get better. If not, I might start counting biking miles. <laughs> I wasn't counting those before, but I yeah. really want to get these this 50k. Yeah. So right, like where where I'm little goals like that are super helpful to me. So like uh. Over over the summer, I did uh, my two little things were June. I did uh, an average of a 5K run and 20 miles of biking every day. That was my June wow. goal. Wow. Yeah, I have, I have summers off, right? So, <laughs> and then uh, July was 1,000 bike miles. So those were my two big months this year. Um, and then I really kicked up running training, and then all of a sudden, I got a uh, hamstring tendinopathy and then I think trying to run through that, I hurt my other knee. And oh, so no. now it's just all bad. So I just bike, bike again. Yeah. I, I do an event <laughs> called walk to the fridge now and then you guys are killing oh, me. Yeah. Keep it up. <laughs> <laughs> hey now, Steve, you got that little peddler. Yeah. It won't get me to the fridge though. <laughs> hey, the weather's nice right now. Well, not, today because it's a tropical storm but the weather is nice this month it's been amazing average of 60 get outside just not near people (laughs) don't go near people (laughs) i ride through a a a community where that has a nice little trail uh, part of the time And, and i usually wear a mask through there because there's a number of people out on the trail either walking or jogging or riding their bikes or walking their dogs or whatever. But uh, that's one nice thing about just getting out on the bike and on open roads, you just, you can go out there and you don't, you don't think about it because you're not, you're not running into people. But Yeah. yeah. I actually moved close to the coast, uh, the West coast of Florida. And I didn't realize how close I was until I went biking and I was able to bike to the coast. It was, it's only 10 miles. And I was it I love that. I love where I live now because I can do that. And it's just it gives you a very good goal. Like I get to see pretty gulf water if I just ride that way. So Well you can come up to uh, North Carolina in uh ne- next year. Yeah. And, uh, do and the, see do hills. The, do the hundred mile it, ride with Dave. It's and I. it's like Florida, but you go up and you go down. Oh, <laughs> and that's really hard. <laughs> It really is. Yeah, I have it. Okay. The Sheiks was getting on my case because I posted, Um, I took what, like an eight mile walk and I posted it. And he's like, yeah, you could tell you're in Florida because you, there was like zero feet of elevation <laughs> the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I- less than I get going like a hundred yards from my house. <laughs> yeah. It'd probably kill me. I'm so conditioned to like flat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody thinks that that Iowa is flat, and for the most part, it is, but not the little corner that I live in. So uh, we live in this weird thing called the Driftless Region, and uh, it is super hilly in Dubuque and like Wisconsin, right around here. Um, there's a couple of bike rides in southern Wisconsin that are some of the like hardest hardest bike rides happen every year there's this thing called the horribly hilly hundreds um that is pretty ridiculous 
and there's another one. Um, so yeah, it's it's not any big mountains or anything. It's just a lot of like I can't leave my house without a really pretty decent climb to get back yeah. up. So feel like you just got done doing like a thousand squats when you get home. <laughs> it definitely makes you a better like cyclist living here yeah. because you have to build up. It's embarrassing to walk up the hill. So, you know, <laughs> of course you could be Dave and, and turn that pedal assist on. And then it's that's right. Problem, right. That's right. I have the cheater bike. But when I first oh. moved to the, the house where I'm at now uh, on my old bike, I went out and I hadn't been riding very much. It's been really busy. And I went for a long ride. And I came back and coming up the hill to my house, I was like absolutely dying. I think I nearly had a heart attack by the time I got to the top. It wasn't good. <laughs> yeah. I, I brought uh, my friend here who actually got me into cycling and she lives like an hour South of here and there are no Hills South of here. So she like regularly did like 60 and hundred mile bike rides and I brought her up here to ride and she's like walking every hill and all this stuff. I'm like, you need to get some hill work in. Yeah. <laughs> I would be. Yeah. That's why you're like, you should come up here and be fine. I'd be like, uh, guys, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not used to incline. <laughs> I have to practice on a treadmill before going up there. <laughs> Doesn't help I, as much as you'd think. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Cause it's just a different air pressure too. I think the Florida humidity would kill me. So uh, I tried running like that. We were at Disney World for like 10 days a few years ago. And I tried running there and it's like a mile outside and I'm just dripping sweat everywhere. So it uh, it completely changes my time. Like I've been running this last month. It's been like 60 degrees is the average 60 to 70. So it's amazing for running. And then you compare my times to running during the summer and my miles are probably 30 seconds. Like it takes me 30 seconds to a minute more to run that mile. Like it's crazy how much of a difference that heat takes. Just running in 75 degree weather really slows me down. Yeah, no, that's totally true. I, I hate running in the summer. So oh my God. Uh, I usually I, try to plan training for March or April runs so I can run in the winter. Yeah, so. or I'll run super early or after the sunset <laughs> and even then yeah. it's still too hot but then you get the extra you know cardio from slapping all the mosquitoes yes and just fear for your life because you know <laughs> running by yourself in the dark <laughs> maybe a car will hit you or maybe you'll get mugged you don't know alligators <laughs> everywhere yeah <laughs> Especially with the COVID vaccine, which might turn you into an alligator if you listen to the president of Brazil. So oh, yes. You got to watch out. A highly <laughs> credible president of Brazil. <laughs> um, yeah. So I guess my, and we, you don't have to talk about this if you don't want to, but um, my only other thought was like uh, how, like this has been a crazy year of 2020. Um, how, how much, other than like obviously Dragon Con was canceled. Um, I don't know how big a part of your life that is, but it's a thing that you missed. Um, yes. Is there anything, like, how else has this uh, affected you? Is, like, things really screwed up or pretty much the same, just minus a few social things? or um, like <laughs> Social life's is- pretty much the same for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I have friends, but we've always, you know, 
online and stuff. So I didn't need to meet in person. Um, I was buying a house. We decided to start in February and then we were still searching in March. We had put an offer on a few houses and they fell through and then we were still searching in March and then everything shut down. So we had to put searching for a house on hold. Uh, we So that was a big thing. I started working from home, which was never an option with my job because my go- my boss is old school and he's a micromanager and he wants to be able to see everything you're doing. And I took up the offer as soon it was as soon as it was said. Like we were all standing on the floor because it's a small office, and they're like, "Okay, we know that this is a concern. Our COVID's concerning. Does anybody want to work from home? You have that option." I raised my hand so fast. <laughs> Uh, so I've been working from home and I love that because like I said, my boss is a micromanager. So now I just don't have that negativity in my life. Um, and then there's been few personal, it, it's been a kind of a sad year at the same time too. There's been some sad things. Like uh, I had a friend pass away and I wasn't able to see him in the hospital beforehand because of COVID, um, yep. stuff like that. Yeah, uh, but I did get my house. I Like I said, I moved closer to the coast, and that was awesome, and I love working from home. Overall, COVID hasn't really affected me, <laughs> and that's good. I'm very lucky. I'm very lucky for that, and I still have a job and everything. Yeah, I think, like, for me, uh, other than like my kid super doesn't like it because she can't see her friends and stuff, Oh, uh, yeah. Like, if it was just me or just me and my wife, life would be totally fine because uh, I now don't commute three hours a day. I teach yes. on Zoom, which is super nice. And, uh, you know, other than that, I didn't really see many people anyway. And uh, so life didn't change a whole lot for me, but it's definitely really hard on the kids. So that's been the, the downside of the year for us. Yeah, I'm very lucky for the lifestyle I chose for the child-free lifestyle, so, cause, or else this would have been a completely different year for me. <laughs> it's kind of an okay time to have an infant, but, uh, you know, they don't really see people anyway. Yeah, an infant, baby, so. an infant or a, um, or, or a puppy or a kitten, you know, you can yeah. be there all the time for them. Yeah, I think our dogs are going to be in shock when we have to go places again. Oh my gosh, yeah. My dog already gets separation anxiety. This is going to drive him crazy. <laughs> I've, I've read a couple of stories about that. People you know, saying, make sure you plan ahead for your pets because they are so used to having people around and then that's going to change at, at some point. And, uh, yeah. You have to adjust. Yeah, like my um, dogs at some point are like, can't you just go to work? Just go away. <laughs> Let me sleep. You know, my, my husband... Yeah. I was going to say my husband and I have already discussed it. One of us will always have to work remote. Luckily, he was already doing it before this. But mm. from now on, one of us will always have to be home or else our dogs will have a heart attack. <laughs> I've worked yeah. at home for uh, 20 years, tw- 22 years or something like that. So it's, it's old hat, old hat for me. But uh, uh, yeah, my dog wouldn't know what to do. It's, it's, he's so used to having people people around all the time. He'd, he'd oh. definitely go crazy. For for the most part, I can't work from home because oh, yeah, I would get you... nothing done because of the dogs. 
There yeah. are things I can do remotely and I do have office stuff to do, but for the most part I drive and go to work. So it, it's, it, when I'm here, they're all so needy. <laughs> so many needs. That That's why they're in all of our game recordings. They are. <laughs> well, well, the one less, but um, yeah, they all still bark in my face. Every time. It's just a smaller, more shrill bark. <laughs> uh, okay, does anybody have anything else for Susan? I think we're kind of wrapping up. Wrapping? What? I, I see Dope Rhymes <laughs> is on the list. <laughs> yeah, that was, I guess that was my joke, wrapping up. We're kind of wrapping uh... up. <laughs> I don't think the idea was that you would actually have to wrap, but... Yeah, you totally don't. <laughs> nope, got this. Okay. I'm ready. So we <laughs> I gotta that. print it out on paper and everything. Someone uh, drop a beat. I was gonna I'll say be quiet and let David. Yeah, if you guys talk about this and the history of it, if anybody no. doesn't know. Yeah, I was gonna say the only thing I was going to say was the turnaround speed on that whole thing from Dashik saying, "Here's some lyrics to the recording popping up on the Discord," was like 15 or 20 minutes. <laughs> it wasn't that quick. My head, it was, and it was super impressive. <laughs> I well, feel like they went up one night, and then the recording was there the next morning or something. I don't remember. Exactly. Yeah, I would. So, David or Dave? Do you go by David or Dave? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you posted a a Valis rap, and I was like, "Oh, and a Malchus one." I was like, "What the shit?" Where's my air love rap? Yeah. No, no, that was that was serious pressure. The, the funny thing, the Malchus thing was just like a total joke, right? The 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 I was just being silly, saying Malchus wouldn't be able to rap, so I just put this thing together that was like a non-rap, right? <laughs> but then when you when you said uh, where where's the one for air love, then I was like, oh no, now I have to actually come up with something. And, uh, I think I was, I was going to a movie or something, so I had to when I got back from the movie, I had to get serious and put it together. So. <laughs> you had to stop, put everything to the side to write this. Yeah, because <laughs> right. I demanded it. It was right. No, that was exactly right. It was, it was big pressure. So <laughs> I feel like if you would hit Rob up, he might have actually tried to do it. You yeah. know, I never listened to the inspectors things, so I guess he did some kind of rap thing in he the did in, he, in he, inspectors game and somebody he said it was really good. So yeah, he did, yeah, he had a Vietnam war vet who actually wasn't a Vietnam war vet. Who was all he, he would that was his thing, what he would bust into song. And he always had some, you know, a, a line or two. And really it, was, it was pretty good. This is one of my favorite episodes of Inspectors. Yeah. Mine too. Well, you had music with this, right? I don't know. <laughs> there was, I don't know where it is. Okay. We can we can just know. attach that to the uh, end of the recording if you want. <laughs> no, let's not do that one because I do the weird <laughs> chorus. And <laughs> no, that was good. It's pretty funny uh, because when when I put the thing together, I, I had a, a sense of what I wanted to what, what I thought it would sound like. So then, when you actually recorded that, which I totally didn't expect, <laughs> uh, when, when you actually recorded that, that was that was funny just to hear the differences of the way. You you envisioned it sounding versus the way I thought of it as I was writing it. So, well, I was trying to find a 
beat that worked. You had to find one that hit all the, and I made, I jerry rigged that one to fit. It wasn't yeah. exactly right, but because <laughs> I wanted to get like a, just a beat. And it was at that time before I was editing audio, I didn't know where to look for that. So I kind of like ripped that from a YouTube video. And oh yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> but now I know where to get all the, your audio needs. I would suggest Artless IO or YouTube has a royalty free section. Just okay. it, was, it was still pretty good for <laughs> thrown together in 15 minutes. <laughs> so, so if you missed the previous recording, uh, we have untitled air love rap. I think it's untitled, right? I feel like here. It. Yeah. I think it was just the air love rap, right? I mean, that's not yeah. Well, I mean, that's how I saved it, but. Yeah, that's how I have it, too. <clears throat> okay, let's see if I can do this on, on demand or if I'm going to screw it up. I was practicing beforehand. <laughs> okay. Um, <clears throat> when your friend Brightport and your pops disappears, a broken family can be the source of your fears with two brothers that both lost their way. It didn't matter how to get out and play. Join the watch, not knowing what to expect. What a mistake. What a total freaking wreck. And so you know I had to find something new, which is fine. That's what I went out to do. Her name is Arrow Love. She don't care what you say. She know you think about her every night and day. Her name is Arrow Love. She don't care what you do, but watch yourself or she'll make a fool out of you. When you got two brothers and they ain't no others, you can't hide under the covers. If you had two brothers, you had to take some lovers, but that ain't the circumstance. When things look grim and the ice is thin and you got red skin and you start, see starch thin, <laughs> see, I've messed it up. And But you want to win, you got to take a chance. Met a crew, they were down on their luck, looking for a way to make a quick buck. What... What do you do? They make friends with a drake. Right in that thing felt like right in a quake. Found a boat, can't get enough of that. Met a witch, that was some crazy scat. Went to an island, met a dude who smoked grass. Gated north and nearly froze her ass. Her name is Arrow Love, she don't care what you say. She know you think about her every night and day. Her name is Arrow Love, she don't care what you do. But watch yourself or she may up and drop kick you. Number one, son, kills for profit and fun. Number two, son, kills and goes on the run. For the daughter, what are the odds? She'd be the one to help free the gods. Now back in Brightport, I draw a line in the sand because I don't like dealing with that bitch, the black hand. She like to do things, make people jump on their call. But I'd be telling her she about to be taking a big fall. You could walk through the valley of the shadow of death did I say that right? Okay. You could walk through the valley of the shadow of the death, and I don't care if you're high from smoking two hits of meth. You could talk about me. You could hate on my song, but best know this. Don't fuck with my mom. Her name is Era Love. Wait, did I? Yeah. Her name is Era Love. She don't care what you say. She know you think about it every night and day. Her name is Era Love. She don't care what you do. Better watch yourself or she'll do away with you. Ha <laughs> ha. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Awesome. Well, I absolutely didn't expect you to. I messed up twice, but I got Just through it. Okay. Show, Whoever's sorry. the next person, beat that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, rap on demand. What's up? Although uh, someone else wrote it and I've done it before. He can make fun of you for it, but. You not only did you do an edited version with music and everything else, you just did it live. So, yeah. Whatever for him. <laughs> yeah. What's up? We'll have to interview Ian. He he likes to do the rap thing too. So. Yeah. Oh, true. Well, we could we could get Jason and try to have him do the balance <laughs> rap. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he said no already, though. 
<laughs> I think he said something about one of the things that he and Valis had in common was that they they definitely did not rap. So, <laughs> no rapping, no dancing. Well, if we get Rob to do it, then he has to. Oh yeah, it's Rob might be more doable. Yeah, I think Rob would do it. You might have to get him to record it though, and then because yeah, he likes to be prepared. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, so I guess the last thing, um, so we're here on the Theriacon channel, and part of the reason that we're doing this is just to kind of keep the Theriacon, like, name out there and keep people's minds on it and stuff. And um, actually, probably in, maybe the next time that we're here, we'll have the website for the 2021 Theriacon. Um, you know, we can start earning money or uh, getting money as soon as January for next year, I think. I don't know when Brian will set that up. Um, But that's kind of why we're here. Um, We raised a ridiculous amount of money last year, which uh, you were a part of uh, the finale game. Yeah, Um, I saved 50 bucks. I saved up all my donations for that night to get rolls. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think... That last game, I know Vathrak was there, and Vathrak, who's in the chat, donated a whole bunch on that last game, too. But I think I think we raised, I don't even know the amount on just the final game, but it was a lot, especially if you consider the, the bids to play in the game. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, it was. It was. It's definitely over a thousand. How much was it? It was a lot. I yeah. threw down 50 bucks myself, and I know... Ryan threw down 15 bucks. I think Xavier did at least that much too. So, um, and then it got kind of ridiculous with like so many rerolls. Like, <laughs> yeah. we'll reroll this 14 times. <laughs> yeah, I think I rerolled something four times. And by the third one, I was like, okay, just one more. I still got rolls to use, but I'm just, just one more, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it, it was fun. And, uh, you know, I got 6,000. Sorry. Wow. Yeah. No, we did. I the, the the total was over six thousand, but I think just from the finale game was over over one thousand. But I'm not hundred percent sure of that. So, but yeah, our total was like sixty five hundred dollars or something, which is kind of ridiculous. And it was so. totally crazy because I don't think any of us expect us to be able to match the first year's total, which was like thirty five hundred or something like that. So, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It so. was amazing. <laughs> so we'll be back again i don't know uh that that format worked pretty well for a finale i think that's a, a fun thing so i don't Are you know gonna make we'll people do... rap from now on <laughs> <laughs> uh i guess we'll see <laughs> but um you know I, if... I got the fun memory of uh of killing who, who were you you were playing air love right yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I got the fun memory of knocking Airlove out. So that was that happened in that game. So that was yeah. fun. And then you and I were just back and forth. Hey, I'm so sorry, but I'm gonna try and like murder you. <laughs> you seem pretty nice. Sorry. It was a ridiculous situation. I, I liked when we were trying to like figure out the logic of why we were doing what we're doing, and Ian's just like, "This is the way it is because I said so." And <laughs> Yeah, when it all like fell apart at the end, <laughs> it was logically didn't make sense, but that's okay. It was it was fine. It was fun. 
Uh, One more random that? question. Yeah. Um, and, and this is kind of behind the scenes. Um, you were supposed to play in one of the Kickstarter games as I love, right? I did. Yes. How did that go? Oh, it was awesome. Uh, we won. We beat the Black Hand. We stopped the ritual. Uh, oh, and they got to see the show, like the final showdown between Lauren and um, Aralove. They they threw words back and forth. And it was weird playing Aralove again. She has so much anger. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't think I had heard anything. I, I didn't know if you had played yet or how it went, so I didn't hear anything. Yeah, we. Um, I played with Trig and... Rob. Rob, yeah, because Rob invited me. <laughs> damn, damn him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we invited Bree into our game to take on Darmok. Nice. Oh, yeah. and uh, who is someone? Dave uh, Tesfallen. Uh, Dave, he, he played an archer, and he was, like, on the other side of Brightport, basically. <laughs> we didn't see him the entire time. We're like, are you even here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we played with Jinxie. It was fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, She's exactly. In, okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Amanda, Jinxie, Amanda is in a bunch of our games and is probably would have been here tonight, except I forgot to ask her. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was originally supposed to be Friday and she's not available on Fridays. Right. Yeah. So that was why. But uh, yeah, we, we kind of could use a woman on the show. So. <laughs> like, I'm trying to. <laughs> get her on here, but it didn't happen for this time. Uh, so you know, sure. Susan, since, since you don't have much of a life, as you've told us, maybe you'd like to be our uh, our female voice <laughs> for doing the rest of these. Well, we'll see about that. Like I said, there's book. Ugh. <laughs> 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 uh. It, it, I always underestimate how much time it takes. Although we aren't going to start again until beginning of next year. We took holidays off, but... We'll yeah, see. that's like a week and a half. I know. But we took off all this month. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, hopefully that process is like a little smoother since you've gone through it one time. And <laughs> the book will maybe be like half the size. Yes, it will. <laughs> yeah. Yes. They're, they're, uh, yeah. The hard part about that, I think, they're Unless Jason's like sitting on a bunch of them, there's not going to be like hundreds of NPCs on Talor. Um, no. And the problem with the first book was we had never done it before, which seems like such an obvious thing, but we didn't understand how m- much time to dedicate to each step of the process. <laughs> Well, and yeah. Olara is the one with the most history and the most people and the most yeah. defined on the show already. I, I really think they could do, you know, like two continents per book going forward because they're not as big. They're not as populated. There's like one city per continent. Yeah. And, and it still wouldn't be nearly as big of a book. No, it wouldn't. There's, I, I, there's multiple which, uh, cities on Atheus for sure. So, Yeah. Rookwood and um, the other one, and then Talor has a few. Cause yeah, but not the... like the twenty on Alara. <laughs> no, no, no. But yeah, I guess there'll be a, a little bit of a challenge of like they're probably going to be inventing NPCs on that group as the book is going along. So it's going to be oh, we got to cram this guy in here. We just had on episode nineteen or whatever. Yes. So, 
Because they're writing the history. (laughs) Yeah. And then uh, while we were writing the books, uh, Cass, our PCs died. And we're like, should we mark them as dead? When's the cutoff? And then Odyssea turned back time while we were writing the book. And we're like, should we include that? And it's like, yeah. Yeah. So that's just going to keep happening. I kind of had the same problem with the wiki. I'm like, I have no idea how to retcon any of this and rewrite it so that it makes sense. Yeah. Let alone a book that will be printed and is just stable. It's already outdated. (laughs) It's already. It did. uh, So it was confusing. And I think Jason admitted this. Like it was confusing how he explained the new races coming in because I, I definitely understood it as like, Oh, they're back and they've always been here. Um, and then that's not how it is. Um, it's, but that's, they're back. They've always, er, they think they've always been here. Right. That's but everybody else knows that they're not. No, everybody thinks, everybody, oh, everybody thinks, thinks they have been. Okay. Yes, yeah. If you ask anyone, they've always been there. But if but you they start weren't... digging, everyone's yeah. like, huh? Like if you ask for details. They never did anything. <laughs> like they yeah, weren't involved it, in any events or anything. Yeah. It's like Star Wars where they just add in a force ghost here and there on the rewrites. Yeah. <laughs> See, look, there they were in the background the whole time. <laughs> They're the Metachlorians or whatever that was. <laughs> right. Well, I think uh, <laughs> we may have reached the end of what we have here. So, uh, Thanks a lot for dropping by, Susan. It was fun. Thanks for having um, me. So thanks for uh, rescheduling multiple times too. <laughs> that was uh, <laughs> that was a tricky to get this thing pulled together. <laughs> As Mark and I have discussed, no life. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to close down the stream. Um, thanks, Bathrack, and I saw uh, Ryan in here for a little while. I'm the seventh. Um, I don't know if anybody else was around, but those two were for a while. So thanks. And uh, the podcast version of this will be up probably sometime tonight or tomorrow, depending on whether I go to bed or not. So Bathrack says uh, almost 1200 bucks for the last game from the Theriacon. So crazy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. Good night. Bye. See ya. Bye. All right. The stream is off. And I'm going to boot Craig in just a minute. So, again, thanks for dropping by. Really, thanks for having me. This was fun. Um, It felt like I was doing extended rest. Haven't done those in a while. Yeah. That was part of the idea. And I guess we just don't have a lot of episodes to talk about right now. But that was part of the idea was to talk more about, like, the monthly episodes. And we probably should have done that um, more than we did. but. Um, we'll try to do more of that going forward since there isn't extended rest anymore. I think it can be a roaming all over conversation because there's been character chats with everybody. There's been extended rests covering a lot of things, but unless, you know, there's been a recent episode we really have questions on. I don't think there's a lot that they can reveal necessarily because they may not know, or it may be there's a session recorded. They can't talk about yeah, that was actually a big issue with extended rest, especially when big events would happen. I remember recording or 
we would be like an episode or two ahead and then we go on extended rest and be like, well, you may see a resolution <laughs> to that. Yeah. <laughs> like well, uh, when Ubo died and then it, it, I was on extended rest before that, it's like, uh, well, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Or, or I don't remember what happened in one session versus the other session. So what can't I say? Yes. And I I know how our games go, which is like we can't remember what happened the last session at all, and then you're on there, and it's like two months ago that it happened. So <laughs> yeah. it's like, did you listen to the episode again? Or that's um, what I usually do. I prep by listening to all the episodes before going on. <laughs> see, I can't stand to listen to myself, so I I never re-listen to the recordings, but. I used to be that way. I used to hate it so much. I used to like, I would literally listen to an episode of Fast Forward over my part because I knew I had to recap, but then epically short. And I would listen to my voice four times. So that's three hours. So 12 hours in one week. I think Jason records all of you guys in one one voice channel yeah Yeah, you're in one channel so like i was like if you could get the raw file you could just remove the susan out you know and then listen but um (laughs) i don't think he does remove the susan (laughs) (laughs) i love that no in some cases the susan's the best part yeah you can't take out the best part exactly just mute that part and it might not make sense when there's just long silences and then people reacting yeah (laughs) no i i'm I've gotten used to the listening to my own voice pretty quickly, I think. And that's where I was joking about being a narcissist. Maybe that's why. Um, Just like hearing myself talk. But it's a little (laughs) bit more like, and I can hear my friends, you know, even even though I know the conversation that happened, like DNR, you always miss some stuff. I I had to stop listening to those two because I would laugh at my own jokes and it was embarrassing. So. I always always laugh at the same time. We are highly entertaining. (laughs) When I'm going back, when I was editing Epically Short, and then we'd make someone make a joke, or even I would, I would always laugh at the same time past Susan laugh. I'm like, yeah, it's still funny. Yeah. That's how you know it's good. See, one of my projects that I want to do is talking about the editing thing, is I want to go back and do an Ironhide edit of Arc One and just take him out. Um, <laughs> you'd have to remove most of Malchus. <laughs> that would ruin the game. Gosh. Oh, I could how... replace it with somebody sane. I'll just do voiceovers in between. Like, <laughs> in spite of Ironhide being highly irritating, he was also super funny at times. And oh, Justin had his moments. This is part of the game. <laughs> but the the episode with Edward. Oh my god. You can skip. You can skip that one. Oh my god! Like it, it, of all the episodes that I would suggest anyone skip, it's episode two, except for the thirty-second bit that anything important happens. Yeah. Um, and that entire like episode twenty-nine or thirty, whatever it is, because and actually, it's it's the one after that, because the one where they fight him was most of the episode, and then it's the three-hour discussion of what do we do with him, wrap him in a carpet, and all that stuff. There were, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, there were two times I took out my headphones. I was listening on my desk at work, and I just took him out, and I 
pick them back up to see if they move on. Nope. The other one was baby voice, but everyone did that yeah. with baby voice. <laughs> and honestly, that, like- that didn't go on for long enough to merit the amount of hate it got. <laughs> yeah. It was oh. annoying, but it was like 20 minutes total. Yeah. That the, the- 3.5 being better thing was more annoying. Oh, I'm, I'm not saying that <laughs> there weren't more annoying points, but the baby voice gets special yeah. credit in DNR lore. Yeah. Yeah. To me, uh, the Ironhide. Yeah. Oh, go, ahead. go ahead. I was just going to say the Edward thing was like peak metagaming, too, because he had just, like, I read this article on, on oh, your website. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but, but the other side of that is listen, listen to. Episode six, the arc one of episode six without uh, Ironhide, it would it would yeah. it would it wouldn't be remotely as good. So, oh, when he was going to be an alchemist, <laughs> <laughs> there are some good things early on, but yeah. yeah. Anyway, all right, <laughs> almost a crit. Yeah, and the green flame burn. Yeah, the, the meme that keeps on giving. Yep. It's a staple of DNR. That's always a weird thing talking with Jason in the Patreon games is, you know, you sort of feel like, eh, you probably shouldn't mention anything about Ironhide or whatever, but 